The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the X Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time space continuum to this place that I call the X Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of broadcasters around the world. If you'd like to give me a call tonight and uh, interact with any of my four guests, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Now, this is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Our email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. You can chat with me here in our studios on MSN Messenger by using the address talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. On tonight's show, my first guest will be in a few minutes, uh, Dr. Michael Castle. We're going to be talking about chemtrails. And hour number two, Stephen Lachance joins us. He is a paranormal investigator and author. Hour number three, Dr. Seth Shostak, the senior astronomer at the SETI. And uh, Seth was on last Friday night with uh, Larry King. It's going to be interesting to hear what Seth has to say about that. And hour number four, Amira Soul Mystic joins us here in the X one to talk about, amongst other things, her up and coming sacred travel to Egypt. That's tonight here on the X Zone. My first guest tonight is uh, Dr. Michael Castle. Mike resides in Ohio where he uh, directs his environmental consulting firm, and he has done for the past 20 years and established practices in Indiana and Ohio. His background is best described as a polymer chemist with technical accomplishments in product engineering and adhesive bonding agents, coatings, and polymers with author invented uh, and the author and inventorship of numerous U.S. patents in those fields. Now, in 1998, Mike noticed and began to observe strange jet contrails that did not fit normal aircraft routes out-of-control patterns of checks and grids and the observation of VFR-IFR visibilities by 10 miles. As a former IFR private pilot, this did not seem right to him. Now, this was the commencement and the study of these oddities that someone else dubbed the word chemtrails. All independent researching by Mike led him to be asked to come out as one of the guests on over 100 uh, talk radio shows talking about chemtrails and uh, dr michael castle is our first guest this hour mike how are you yes good evening rob very, oh. very pleased to be with you tonight i can't wait to take a spin in your x, uh, x zone fighter here tonight <laughs> <laughs> mike before we get uh, to the uh, to the heart of the matter um 
have, have chemtrails started to decrease, or are they on the increase? Well, I believe they are on the increase. I believe there's an acceleration. Um, but I believe that I also know that we I talk to people all over the place, Canada, Australia, UK, just everywhere, and Rob, I, there, there seems to be a diminishment because the more we talk about this, like on your station and all mm-hmm. these other stations, it just seems that that's having an effect. And listen, that is encouraging. I'm not going to be optimistic, but I am encouraged. Well, that's good to hear, Mike. You and I will be back in two minutes, Michael. Please stand by. Dr. Michael Castle is our very special guest this first hour, Exo Nation. We're talking about chemtrails. If you'd like to give us a call and uh, speak to Mike, www. Uh, let me see, can uh, carnicon.com forward slash copyright or conright.htm. Or you can uh, give us a call at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Have you seen chemtrails? Have they affected you or someone that you love? There are those contrails in the sky that form patterns, cross pattern, grid patterns. Look up in the sky. You'll notice them. Dr. Michael Castle and I return on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. It's going to be a great night here in the Exxon, and I am so happy that each and every one of you are here with us because... This is the place where it's one nation, one mission, the truth. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing. Old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? 
Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers, Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Michael Castle is my very special guest this hour. And, uh, Mike, I was wondering if you could uh, tell me what the Unified Atmospheric Preservation Act is. Uh, Rob, that is a document that I wrote originally in 2003, my background being in uh, looking through environmental regulations mm-hmm. until you, your, your head spins. Wow. Um, and so I just started to pen my own, actually, protest and what I, in fact, want to see as far as ban and prohibition of putting any of these chemicals or any other types of chemicals into the atmosphere, the breathable atmosphere. So I updated that in 2005, and I updated it again just here in 2008, and I put it everywhere I can pot. It's like, you know, sticking Mm -hmm. wanted posters on telephone poles, and I'm just trying to get, in fact, a... a, um, an agreement, if you will, a consensus that, yes, we, in fact, want you, whomever you may be, just to stop. And we have a law and some interdiction in the Unified Atmospheric Preservation Act uh, that will, in fact, uh, see that. Um, These people are doing all this for a paycheck. And, you know, that's just unfortunate, but, you know, that's not going to be at at my expense or your expense uh, or anybody that just breathes air. We've got a right to breathe air. And there are no laws that protect the breathable air column. We don't even have standards on oxygen minimums in the atmosphere. We, in fact, are all suffering from a depletion of oxygen in the ambient air. Well, we're going to change that. We're going to get back the atmosphere that, in fact, we, in fact, have a right to and get rid of this heinous, absurd industrialized atmosphere that covers the globe. And they, they put this, this industrialized atmosphere across the world. Now, Mike, have you come up with any uh, twinning resistance? You mean from the standpoint of... Um, from elected uh, officials. <laughs> well, yeah, their the resistance, in fact, is, uh, in fact, to ignore my protestations, my uh, certified letters, Mm-hmm. Uh, copies of the Unified Atmospheric Preservation Act. Uh, there's a uh, Jason Dominguez. He's the legislative assistant in Washington, D.C. that works for um, one of the staff that works for uh, Mr. Teberry, Pat Teberry, here in Ohio. Uh, he's our representative in this district. Um, and he, I, he said, in fact, he would, oh, yes, he would help. Uh, he would get me and put me in the right people. Uh, you know, we got to do this. Okay, fine. Help me do that. I get an email two days later that says, well, uh, sorry, Mr. Council, but we took, like, a survey here in the office, and we don't believe you. <laughs> and that was it. That was all they wrote. They, they don't believe us. They don't believe any of this. And so I wrote him back, and I said, can I ask you, did, wh- who, who did you ask, or how did you pursue this as far as investigating some of these things? And he, and, uh, he was reticent. He didn't want to answer. And I said, did you ask the Air Force? And he said, well, as a matter of fact, we did. 
he said that this is a hoax. He said it's an Internet hoax. And uh, he sent me a, a link on my email, and, and there it is. That, and, Rob, this is exactly the very technique that the U.S. Air Force had used to deny this to publicity uh, back in 2001 when we held a chemtrails protest uh, over in front of Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Dayton, Ohio, right in front of Gate 12A. And uh, they used the same information or disinfo then to the public over in Dayton, Ohio, and the TV station that done an interview with me. So what was the Air Force's uh, statement? The Air Force, in fact, said that this was just an Internet hoax, and and there's no believability in it. Uh, No, they, in fact, are denying that they have anything to do with chemtrails, even though that document of owning the weather Mm -hmm. by 2025 was also put in front of these people that we even talked talk with about it and but there again it goes into denial or ignoring that completely uh, and it's it, it just absurd it really is must and be most of the problem i'm having is with staffers and people like it i can't get to the elected officials because they very clearly have told their people don't don't let him in here <laughs> i don't want to talk dennis kasunich does not want to talk to me but he i thought i thought talk. the government was for the people by the people at one time, maybe so, but that's not the case anymore. Or is it for the people, by the people? Well, whatever. Uh, well, I think it's kind of like every man for himself anymore. That's what it sounds like, eh, Mike? Yeah. Um, is there any progress in utilizing and conveying the uh, UAPA-8 draft law into Canadian Parliament as a treaty? Yes, very much so. I've talked with some people, uh, Internet talked uh, recently, Quite a few of them. Uh, mm-hmm. One in particular that, uh, and if Alina's listening tonight, hello, Alina. Um, actually, to she told me that there's a petition that you can sign in Canada, get five signatures, and take it to a par- parliamentarian. And in fact, I guess there's a law up there that, in fact, would uh, obligate them to read it. Um, so there, there's a group of them that's going to try techniques like this because the. The way I wrote the UAPA-8 was, in fact, to be a petition also, just by, by signature. So um, it is something that can be done. There are the ones on the west coast of Canada, um, a very big and active group, and they are also quite heavily into countermeasures. And that's something that a lot of people, in fact, know about or are getting word about or whatever, and they're still looking at it. But What, what kind of countermeasures? There are ways of deflecting or reflecting these waveforms that are used to enhance the capability of, let's just say, the chemtrails and some of the components of them, in fact, to modify or manipulate the weather or even human beings. Uh, The Cell Tower article just came by last night. Um, I I mean, I was very impressed uh, uh, that... This article, in fact, put in something very, very unique in talking about the cell towers emanating this ELF waveform with microwave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all subject to it. If you face a, a cell tower, um, a, a one of the big ones, um, or go look at it, you'll find these characteristic four plates mounted on there somewhere. And this is Reich technology. Actually, Reich invented this, and then he was murdered just after that time. And this, this article that came through actually tells that story. And I commend whoever done that. But these plates, in fact, look like a slightly curved and bent. It looks like it would be the bottom of some kind of, some kind of vortex plate.
plate or something. These are the ones that, in fact, put out this very high-powered ELF wave with a microwave-embedded carrier wave. That is the auto-suggestive side. We are all susceptible to it. The chemtrails uh, uh, materials, in fact, enhance that once they go to your bloodstream. Also, the use of uh, any fluoride, if there's something anybody can do, is you know, stay away from fluoride. Just whatever you got to do to get away from fluoride Get away from fluoride. Get away from MSG. This also enhances this electronic auto-suggestive response. And see, Rob, these are things that other people have found out, and it's just coming to the surface of what we looked at many, many years ago and say, well, how can they possibly do something? How could this all work so, uh, so much in synergism? They do. The countermeasures that we're talking about are actually a deflective, reflective technology um, I knew a little bit about that. I developed my own um, uh, along those same principles. I even made my own uh, crystal. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, it, in fact, is you can enable yourself to get to a zero-point waveform where you can deflect all of the incoming where you are at. But you have to be behind this device, not beside it or in front of it. So there's lots of information here, and I'm... I would gladly talk with anybody that would like to email me at my email address. And, uh, you know, again, I, I don't carry a website. I decided not to have a website years ago after I tried to put one up back in 2001. And I was hacked. I was tapped. I couldn't do anything on it. And I, and I found one of these uh, security devices that, that screened who was trying to hack you. <laughs> I was hacked by, I think, the best at the time. And they, they just paralyzed everything that I tried to do to put up information on my website about these subjects. So I just gave up on it. And as I, you mentioned a moment ago, Carnicom, yes, I, I respect him a lot. He's, the man is great. He's done a lot of work. And so I, I kind of just pass you up to more information on his site. But my email address is ekimcastle at yahoo.com. It's just Mike spelled backwards, castle, and then at yahoo.com. I've had that for many years, so that works. Mike, has is there any evidence, or is this all speculation? No, there's evidence everywhere, and they have been collected. Um, the, the the chemtrails, um, uh, uh, the evidentiary abounds. Uh, Skywatch in Arizona, uh, the people in California, in Oregon. They've taken air samples, and I believe they are inside. They are working in a job that, in fact, requires them to take certain types of air monitoring and sampling data. And so this time they put out information that shows 20,000 times the level of permissible barium in their air down in Arizona. Um, I mean, just of one, one instance, or aluminum, or the types of chemist chemistry that we've named off, and then some of them that are quite... To me, they're kind of uh, frightening because I spot cadmium in there, and I'm thinking, don't tell me, uh, you know, that, that they're putting, but I don't doubt that they, in fact, have and still yet put those types of chemistries in these materials, and they really don't have any care on what the after effect is. As these fall through the atmosphere to the ground, they, in fact, are a spent toxic hazardous waste. Mike, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Dr. Michael Castle is our very special guest, Exxon Nation. We're talking about chemtrails. 
If you'd like to give us a call and speak to the good doctor, our lines are open at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Now that is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii, at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. Toll free one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with me here in our studio by using the MSN address talkstarradio at hotmail.com and our new website www.exxonradiotv.com. We'll be back after the news right here on Talkstar. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Dr. Michael Castle is our special guest explanation. We're talking about chemtrails. Now, uh, Mike, before we went to the commercial break, I'd asked you if there's any evidence to support the claims that chemtrails are real. And what have you been able to establish as concrete proof? Concrete proof uh, from the standpoint of what has been collected uh, from uh, monitor samples? Yes, yeah. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, those are the, 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 the very baseline chemistries of all of these um, particulates, uh, the aerosolized heavy metal particulates that are in the air, and there are no other sources of any type of uh, chemical uh, aerosolized particulate uh, outside of what would be coming from, the, from, from an aircraft. Um, and uh, the the other uh, indicators are samples that have been taken from the ground level and looked at the levels of barium that are there and available as uh, a reactive uh, indicator. Uh, the same with aluminum, uh, the same with thorium. Uh, there's about half a dozen of chemicals that uh, have been uh, evidenced by that. Now, when you're working on something to take to court, yes, you have to have a good chain of custody. You must have, you know, very, very hard evidence that, mm-hmm. that, that they came from a certain place, and you can prove that. We don't have to prove any of that. The only thing we have to do is to say we know that these are coming out of these types of aircraft. They've got photographs of them. They've got videotapes of them. They've got, they've got uh, 
interviews with the pilots of some of these craft and just and a partridge in a pear tree. But we do know that there are only one place that some of these chemicals can come from or show the types of, uh, uh, of interaction and impact that they have on our, our everyday lives, our diet, the way we think, the way we behave, um, our weather modification. That's more or less the premier is the weather modification program. So uh, just to answer your question, you know, the... Um, we don't need any more proof that they are putting these in the air, nor are we going to go ask the government if they're doing this. <laughs> All right, but like, is it possible that what you're collecting is actually pollution? Beg your pardon? Is it possible that what you're collecting in these monitoring stations is actually industrial pollution? Well, no, it cannot be industrial pollution. There cannot be any type of um, industrialized pollution plume of air that, in fact, would fall somewhere in Oregon or off the coast of California. Yeah, we know we know that uh, we know that the pollution from China is starting to reach the United States. Uh, well, but but in these particular uh, levels, I, there's well. I, I don't know. I don't know what the levels are, Mike. But we do know, and this is a fact, that the pollution from the fossil fuel that is being used in China is reaching the west coast of the United States. Certainly. Now, if it can reach, if pollution can reach the United States from China, isn't it possible? that what you're actually collecting is pollution and nothing to do with chemtrails. Oh, well, I, I can't say that that, that, that couldn't possibly mm. happen. But just, just a question. Yeah, just I a don't question. think anybody, in fact, would even um, try to take that particular position. Maybe, Why not? in fact, the ones that are, in fact, putting this in the air might, in fact, want to put themselves into a particular supposition where speculation, speculation in fact, would arise that, well, these are not coming from here. They're coming from over there. But but, but when, is but what you know? Like I, I I fail to understand why all all the possibilities are not investigated before pointing the finger to a conspiracy. Well, <laughs> Rob, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, but the ones that in fact that are putting this into the air. But how so, do you know? How do you know for a fact that the government, the Air Force, are putting? the chemtrails with all these different chemical additives into the air. How do you we, know this for a fact? We've read their patents. We, we've read what their patents say that their intentions are. We've read their own documents that, in fact, explain very clearly and very succinctly that they will use these types of technologies to manipulate the weather. And that's not just chemical manipulation, that's electronic manipulation. Well, we know, so, that, the, we know that the weather is being manipulated. We know about HARP up in Alaska. Right. We know that we know that the United States government is not the only government on this planet that would benefit from weather manipulation. No, chemtrails has no nation, just like your show. It has no nation. Our um, show has a big nation. <laughs> well, it, it, these these occur everywhere, mm -hmm. and up until recently, uh, I was a little bit questioned about whether or not they. I had heard all for these years. I mean, since 1990, actually 2000, I've heard the same thing consistently. I've got no reports of any of this happening in China or the Asian Pacific Rim uh, units. Uh, but then again, now I'm not sure. But then again, uh, well, China's got its own problem with air pollution. Yeah, and, big problem. But be it as it may, uh, the pollution must be very, very horrible over there. And, well, maybe they might want to clean the air with their own technology, uh, of, of their own brand of chemtrails, if you will. All right, so what do we know the effect of humans, uh, the effect of chemtrails are on humans? 
you would like for me to, in fact, put that out in just a couple of words, I, I don't know that we can do that. But the the, the level of, of of toxicity of, of to of heavy metal, it, 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 it in fact is the same as barium poisoning. Uh, it's the same as um, the heavy metal aluminum uh, faction uh, coming into the uh, into the the entire human system uh, as far as toxicity and the problems that it causes with uh, uh, neurotransmitters in the brain to work uh, uh, well, uh, possibly Parkinson's, possibly Alzheimer's. Definitely there was a, a link between that. But it's uh, all of these things combined as far as, and even autism in children. And, you know, well, we there's been some other people that put that up, and they've got a very, very good case that mm-hmm. chemtrails, in fact, are responsible for this, if not part and or parcel. And most of that autism, in fact, I read a study that uh, about three years ago that said that there is a band this is my interpretation, but there is a band of, of land, which is the North American border with the South American border of Canada and the United States. There's a massive swath of area there that just had uh, tremendous levels of aluminum put onto it uh, from via the chemtrails, uh, whether it's RMVMP uh, from the air... Uh, the radar reflectors and all that baloney from the military, I don't believe any of that. Uh, but nonetheless, the level of autism, I, I think the figure was 300% in just those areas in one to five years old in children. And then when somebody looks to find out what the causes of autism is, they never want to, to in fact, suspect that there's something that we know that comes from the air and ground samples were collected up there, and it was analyzed. Uh, I, I think Will Thomas, in fact, done a lot of that many years ago with that place in Canada. Just tremendously horrible levels of aluminum from absolutely nowhere but the sky. Now, is there a direct link between that, or is that coincidental? Well, I don't believe in coincidences. When it comes to what these people, in fact, uh, are doing, uh, there are no coincidences. It is very planned and very methodical. So, so as far as evidence is, you know, I, I, I'm, I can't defend any of the things that in, any others have done or collected or looked at or whatever. I don't believe that they have read their patents. I have, and I can see very clearly and very succinctly that there's nothing that would make me doubt that any of this is reality. I guess it comes down to a point of looking at both sides of the coin and the person and the people out there saying, oh, geez, you know what? You've got the government saying, or the Air Force saying, it's not them. Who do I believe, the Air Force or these people who have no direct evidence? That the patent is one thing. I'll give you credit there, that a patent is one thing, but actually catching them do it, doing it, is another thing. Well, they have been caught doing it. Where, how, and by who? The videotapes. There have been videotapes made by... You've got video people across oh, sure. Canada, Vide- across the United States, across Australia, across England. And videotapes of what, Mike? Beg your pardon. Videotapes of what? Of uh, large jet aircraft tankers spraying something out of the uh, either the back or the midsection of the fuselage, or you know from the uh, from the engines uh, themselves. When normally a contrail would come uh, across, and mm-hmm. it's not a contrail because it doesn't have any of the properties of a 
contrail. Um, and um, then these are flying patterns, as I mentioned before in the opening. These are flying patterns that, that in fact, you, in fact, can only fly 60,000 feet and above in controlled airspace, which is it is. These are at 30,000, 40,000 feet or even lower sometimes, and these are massive, huge tankers flying almost in fleet formations, and they're not military. Their, their formations, in fact, are on the local civil radar by the, uh, by the FAA. They're All right, if, if they're not military, who are they? Well, they again, they've been identified as some... Um, um, flying aircraft that's putting something into the atmosphere uh, that shows up on radar. But has anyone taken a uh, an identification number off any of these aircraft? They don't have identification numbers on them. Isn't, isn't that illegal? <laughs> well, Rob, isn't it illegal what they're doing? <laughs> well, all right, but what, we're, what you're saying, Mike, I'm asking you a rhetorical question here. Oh, I know, I know, but I mean, no, there, there's no markings on there. there used to be a report of a white checker. Mm -hmm. a white check on the tail. That was identified back in 1999 as being directly associative with a, with, with a Central Intelligence AG operation that was identified as Project Cloverleaf. That's the very first project that I ever heard about that identified the government in some way, shape, or form being involved in this, and that project did occur. But outside of that, no, no one's ever found markings or IDs or anything on these aircraft. We've even got um, um, very good um, uh, photographs of Gulfstream modified aircraft sitting on the ground, uh, very nice blue with a white cap and all that, with massive eductors coming out the port, uh, the starboard and port side of the aircraft. And these eductors, in fact, are manned inside the aircraft where there's another photograph that shows the same type of configuration with these barrels and people standing in the background on both sides of the aircraft. And I can assure you, being around uh, polymers and chemistry the years that I have, I can assure you there's something being mixed there and injected into the atmosphere through these adductors, which is exactly what their own patents describe which most of this work was, in fact, done by universities and some very large corporations that are military-industrial contractors. One of them just happens to be right here in Columbus, Ohio. You know what? I, uh, here's, here's another kicker in this entire uh, chemtrail conspiracy theory. No one from the inside has come forward to be a whistleblower. Well, And usually have. in every other conspiracy, you always get whistleblowers, whether it's yeah. UFOs, whether it's aliens, whether it's... Uh, top secret events happening in Area 51. You always get whistleblowers, but with the chemtrails, no one from the inside has ever come out to say, all right, I don't want to be identified, but this is what is going on, and here's the proof. I can't understand that with chemtrails. Well, based on the knowledge that you have about it, or me, and, and but I believe that there have been. I can't tell you who they are, but I know that there have been many uh, non-publicized reports by some of these various uh, chemtrail sites that, are, that abound across the Internet and across the world, uh, that there have been people who have, in fact, stepped forward and but, began talking about what don't you believe? Was. Don't you think, don't you think, that if there was such a person and such a report, that it would not be plastered all over the Internet? This makes no sense. And when something doesn't make sense, I start to question it. 
Well, okay, and, and believe me, Rob, that that is your right to question anything. But then again, as I said before, you know, I've seen enough evidence. So have many other millions of us to the exact contrary of, of what you're being speculative. What evidence have you seen? You've seen patterns in the sky. Well, okay. Well, no, I've I've collected samples. But like I asked you before, how do you know these samples are not just basically? Industrial pollution. We know that pollution comes from China over to the U.S. Why can't pollution go from one side of the U.S. to the other side of the U.S.? We've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Next uh, on the uh, show in the next hour, Stephen Lachon. She's a paranormal investigator and an author. The Exxon continues in a couple of minutes. We'll be back. If you've ever wondered about past lives or even life between lives, and you think the whole idea is a little strange, you're not alone. Dr. Georgina Cannon, author of the books Return, Past Life Regression, and You, and her latest book, Discovering the Interlife, writes her books to remove the woo-woo from these regression protocols and to show the therapeutic benefit and opportunities that happen with these journeys. Discovering the Interlife is the one book you'll need as you continue on your life journey. As Shirley MacLaine said about the book, This is a very, very powerful work. So be kind to yourself and find out more about Discovering the Interlife at www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. That's www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. You'll be glad you did. To contact Dr. Georgina Cannon at the Ontario Hypnosis Centre in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, visit www.ontariohypnosiscenter.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. 
Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Dr. Michael Castle is our special guest. And Mike, the aluminum that is that is being uh, expelled into the atmosphere. Right. What isn't aluminum a type of reflective agent in the atmosphere? It has been used for that for military operations. Yes. For the cloaking of uh, of ground uh, ground areas where they don't want satellite uh, penetration, am I correct? Yeah, I read the RVMP as being one of them that they use to, in fact, uh, do what you just said, cloaking. Yes. Isn't it possible that what is happening is that it's it's just a matter of national security, and they are just cloaking areas for military uh, because of high risk military or highly sensitive military operations. Well, I'd say no. <laughs> no, it's not possible to put that much aluminum in, in places that, in fact, have no concurrent running or continuous military operations. That you um, know of. Beg your pardon? That you know of. Um, well, but but in the, in the middle of the desert or remote regions of Canada in the forest and... Well, in the remote deserts, yes, because that's where a lot of the testing of new military and space air, uh, spacecraft uh, re- return vehicles are done. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. In the remote forests of Canada, uh, you've got me on that one. Now, most of the uh, most of the RVMP operations take place over on the East Coast, is, is my understanding, and I don't mm-hmm. profess to know a whole lot about what national security, in fact, might designate as being their special area to put these, uh, the aluminum, for instance, but I do know that they don't use the aluminum-based chemtrails, in fact, to manipulate the jet stream. They use barium-based chemistry for that, and that's not something that can come from a another program by the military to is do it something po- else. Is it possible that they put this, if they do, and as a matter of fact, put anything into the jet stream, that it would have an effect on... Uh, tropical storms and hurricanes, and that they're using it as a test preventative measure? Uh, well, they don't put it in the jet stream. They put it right underneath of it, and, and they react that particular moisture-laden uh, material, mm-hmm. barium-based material, with, um, uh, with the moisture reacts with it, and they, in fact, are able to excite it and heat it up and move it off into a certain direction, and it actually tows the jet stream in any direction they want to go, north or south. They can just noodle it right through the United States, and they have. And all of those, in fact, have consequences on collision of the uh, cold, dry air from Canada or large air masses being pulled from the Arctic in the wintertime, which mm-hmm. they do very routinely, or colliding them with the jet stream, uh, and they, excuse me, the, the, uh, the Gulf, uh, stream uh, over the United States. I can only speak uh, very uh, 
succinctly about that, but not what, in fact, might happen somewhere on the West Coast. Because Mike, I've, we've got to say goodnight for, tonight, for now, okay. but uh, thanks very much for joining us. Dr. Michael Castle talking about chemtrails. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by Stephen Lachance. We're talking about paranormal investigations and his new book. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Chemtrails. On a scale of one to ten, I would have to give chemtrails a minus 65 in my book of credibility. I'll be back on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network.